It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to jump the gun and do it. You I'm going to do it. You, you should have done it right there. I felt it, man. I yeah. like, I'll catch it. I'm sure. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm ready. I'll, I'll share the spotlight a little bit. I'm not a bad person. It's the top four at four. Four biggest stories in the world of sports. And it is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, what do you got for the fourth biggest story? We've got a controversial ranking on the way. I will admit that. These yeah. four stories, we'll see. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy on Twitter. Fox Sports Facebook, on the iHeart app, at the Jeff Levesque. If you don't like these rankings, I'm willing to potentially... Then you can... No, sorry. Curious how people will rank this, but we lead off with the new National Signing Day here for story number four. The Georgia Bulldogs have the best class, but Levesque... It's more about two other headlines that are jumping out to me. Okay. Yes, Syracuse football continuing to get four-star recruits, which is wild Blown and really your mind. awesome. Uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado continuing to make waves. How about a five-star offensive tackle? Everyone need Whoa. Co- everyone knew Colorado needed offensive lineman. How about get one of the best ones in this year's recruiting class, Jordan Seaton? But here's the storyline that jumps out to me the most, and this one comes from Yahoo and Rivals, who's covered college football recruiting for a long time. Over the last 20-plus years, never in the history of Yahoo Sports have the top 10 college football players in the country all went to 10 different schools. Everyone talks about NIL and the dominant teams are going to do this, that, and the other thing. And for the first time in 20-plus years, 10 top recruits, 10 different schools. There's a long story. I think I believe I retweeted it at Tom Goss, TOMG. It was easy on Yahoo Sports and the changing landscape of college football. Back hearing that stat, and how people view NIL, is it actually maybe more beneficial for college football that talent's not all going to these two to three schools? Feels like it's getting spread out a little bit. Well, so this is I, I think I think this is gonna ebb and flow the way this works, right? So you've got your NIL money. Each school's got a certain amount of bank they can play with, betting upon what's coming in for for whatever. It sounds like this year, everybody went, I'm gonna get my stud. I'm gonna get my stud and then whatever. It'll be interesting to see, like, the next 10. So the top 10 go to 10 different schools. Now, if nine of the, the you know, 11 to 20 all go to Alabama, well, then that just means that Alabama used the rest of their money better. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see where the rest of them go. There's also someone could say, well, wait, hang out a second. Did one guy just flip, and it would have been nine out of 10? The point is that some guys are going to say, I'm going to go take the money. Or, hey, if you're, I'm just throwing a random skull here, Iowa State. Hey, I'm Iowa State. I have a four-star target recruited. He's number one on our board for maybe Oklahoma. He's 15 on their board. You know what? Uh, we want you. He's our number one guy. We want him. We're going to toss you, say this conversation, a million bucks. The other school says, nah, we'll give you 50K. I'm taking the million, please. Like That's kind of how this is starting to look a little bit when it comes to college football recruiting. I think it's great. Everyone said it's the end of the world when sports gambling comes. The end of the world of NIL and paying college. They've all been proven wrong every single time. Time after time, don't believe in the fear. Story number three. Don't buy the hype. We let off the show talking about this. It's Aaron Rodgers being activated by the New York Jets, but the quarterback won't be playing. Right? Mm-hmm. We think. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's how it works, right? Allegedly, all this does is open up the door for him to practice with the team so he can actually be there. Because if he wasn't part of the 53-man roster after this 21-day window closed, he he's not allowed to be part of the practice, right? 
He'd be a coach, but he couldn't participate in practice. So now he can continue his rehab as part of the 53-man roster. As we all know, there are players on that 53-man roster that barring you know 20 to 30 guys being abducted by an alien race, you would never see the field. So they're trying to make us believe he's one of those. I got to believe he's the emergency quarterback, though, right? <laughs> so if something happened to Trevor Simeon and, and Zach Wilson both, who, who plays quarterback? Who's the emergency? I want to make sure I understood your question. I knew what you asked, but did you ask me if Aaron Rodgers is an alien or an emergency quarterback? I asked him if he was an emergency quarterback. I said the only way somebody like deep on a 53-man roster would ever make the field is if the rest of the team was abducted by aliens. Okay. Yeah. But also possible, I, I believe that Aaron Rodgers would call the mothership to come and take a couple people so he can get on the field. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. You know what? It's the holiday season. I might have been a little too hard on Aaron Rodgers to lead off the show. I'll have a, be- a more positive spin on this. I don't think he's taking the field. I'm not backing down from that. Some of the stuff you said there, I'm not going to push back on. Some of it makes sense. I will defend Aaron uh, Rodgers. Again, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just to practice. But, I mean, we both know how he goes. You know, where's my attention? No one's giving me attention. I'd like to play this week. No, you don't. I might. Can I dress? There's this story on The Ringer today, Bill Simmons' website, that's going viral. I think it has over a million views already that says, the Jets' season was ruined because of Aaron Rodgers not going on the IR. And it was ruined because he had this hanging over the team all season long. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. Like, as much as I want to bash Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, the season was not ruined because of this. Now, some Jet fans are going to be like, he was selfish. He dragged us. Fine. He yeah. also wasn't playing the offensive yeah. line, and he also wasn't Zach Wilson, yeah. and he also wasn't losing games with a historically bad offense. You can't have it like, oh, Aaron Rodgers teasing us all season is the reason the Jets were bad. No, 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 no. The actual games were played. Things happened on the field. Right. Let's not just make it an easy clickbait article to get those views at the end of December, Ringer. The majority of the words would form an accurate sentence. The Jets' season was ruined. Because Aaron Rodgers, and now this is where you have to deviate from theirs and go to reality, ruptured his Achilles tendon in game one. Somewhere G- Chad GPT is like, well, I thought you gave me the topic. I thought I wrote it well. I'm a robot. I, mean, I guess I'm never going to get hired at Sports Illustrated now. Story number two, a bash of New York teams. How about this? A battle. A uh, Donnie Brook, a brouhaha. Brooklyn versus New York, 730 uh, Levac, this is a big game. I feel like we should talk about this a little bit more coming up, though. I think it's a, a statement game. I think I, th- I really do. I think this is this is a chance for um, each team to make a statement. You know, uh, for Brooklyn to kind of be like, "Hey, not dead yet. <laughs> we, still, we may not have all your stars, but we're still here. We ain't going nowhere." And then you know, for the Knicks to be like, "Yeah, peace. This is one. It's a one team town, buddy. Peace out." So, with all that, with National Signing Day, it's story number four, which is a pretty big deal. Also, by I the like way, I, I, shout out to our guy, Doug Gowdy, over at WGY, who mentioned to me, you Albany bringing in a big-time recruit as well to play quarterback. That's the rumor floating around yeah. a little bit as well. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the, listen, I don't know all these players that well. I know I know the pictures and everything, and they look, they all look it looks, it's exciting. So, with you Albany football and the local schools at Signing Day, with Nets versus Knicks, with Aaron Rodgers, what in the world is story number one? Well, the person sitting across from me knows what story number one is because it has an impact on what he does oh. throughout the day. And for Capital Region sports fans, a local story, we have the schedule revealed tonight. 
The Albany Firebirds, after a long absence here in the capital region, rising, forged in fire. From the ashes. We yeah. find out where the Firebirds play, when they play, kickoff and all of that. This is really exciting stuff, especially at the end of December, with fans who want to find out how they can go to the games and everything else. So, I'm shifting this from my co-host, 3 to 5, to the team president. Hold on, let my hat. Let's get a little Fox Sports exclusive, if I can. Can you give us anything here at 410 Hours before the schedules revealed by the league, can we get a little scoop, a little Jeffy scoops here for the Capital Region Sports fans? What can we get? Can I get anything? Can you at least tell me how many games total in the season? Can we start with that as an easy question? Uh, I uh, no, no. So here's okay. here's the deal. I, I I tell you this: April twenty seventh, we the Albany Firebirds at the MVP Arena will host the Orlando Predators in the kickoff of the season. I guarantee you that. That one's that one's free. You gotta pay for the rest. Um, no, it's it, here's 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 what happened. There's been since we signed with the AFL was that October, we have seen I want to say four, maybe five different versions of the schedule. Partially because when the Albany Firebirds signed in, other teams went, I no longer want to join any other league. I want to fight them. Like I want to fight them. I want them. Those we know who they are. We know that no matter what logo was on the side of the helmet, we know that they won in 99. We know that they won in 19. We know they won. In, we know that exact same group won in 21 and 22. Like we want, we want to fight them. So that, that had a, some changes. There's been some debates on how many games, where the games, when the games, um, you know, the ownership group here in Albany, especially Mike Corda, he's been, he's been fighting tooth and nail to get, the schedule that he thinks best represents the fans of the capital region. So, and you know, with Andy Gelch and Richie says not and everything, it's just, it's, there's been a lot to the point where the final schedule was agreed upon today between us and the league. And Mike Corda said, want to see it? And I said, yeah. And he said, I'll show you after your show's over. Cause I don't need you telling guys all the details. We're going to reveal this on flock university tonight, live at Hooters. I'm not, I'm not done. As, as much as I respect the coaches' show, the organization, I'm not done before the yeah, show. Yeah, you're spending so much, you never come to it. I want you. You said something there, and this is why I love asking you questions and Mike and everybody and Andy, everybody, because they are very open enough. I've I've said it before. I'll continue to say it. A new era of media. I know you don't like the term executive, but a new way to express what's going on and being open with the fans of the team. So the schedule at least in other leagues, is like this huge homeland meets a beautiful mine with string and yarn and everybody's got to do. Now, because of less teams and combinations and likely less games, you're telling me that this was worked out by everybody. Like it wasn't just some weird guy in a room with four interns trying to piece it together. Owners, executives, arenas, television networks, media partners said, we think this benefits the league this way. I'm talking about more of like, what works for us? Do you know what I mean by that question? Um, yeah, Basically, yeah, like, let me, everybody's so, in the room working on this. No, um, okay. the league, the league built schedules that do the the media partners who were told. Basically, what I'm being what I'm being told is now that this is set and some other things have come into play and are done, um, a lot of announcements are going to be fast and furious going forward. So, so you know, like the media parts, things we've been waiting for, just stay tuned because they're going to start rolling out and it's going to be fast now. Um, but they're because it's a brand new league because some of these teams are brand new the moving parts for a lot of these teams had to do with availability to play in their arenas and things of that nature uh, this is a league that pays for travel which is huge 
so they get a, they get a little more they they get a little more say than other leagues. But um, the <laughs> the person in the room is Mike Corda. <laughs> Mike is not. He, uh, do you remember remember what was it was it twenty one? Yeah, I, no, it was twenty two. Remember twenty two when the refs blew the call and they didn't know the call. And Mike Corda walked out on the field at MVP Arena. Oh, I remember broadcasting that game very well. I remember that. Yeah, the own this would be Jerry Jones walking out on the fifty, uh, you know, of of AT and T Stadium and going grabbing the referees, saying, "Come here, I've got Commissioner Goodell on the phone." Mike Corda did that. He walked out on the field and said, "You guys have the wrong call. I've got the commissioner of the NAL on the on the phone," and dragged them in the back and made them talk to him. They came out. They overturned the call. That's the guy who fights for you. That, and now he's got the backup of Andy Gelcher and Richie Cessna. That's the guy. So just so you know, anytime the schedule came through, just, just I guarantee you the schedule that is real, revealed tonight will be the absolute best that could possibly be done for the Capital Region because he's not the guy to walk out of the room until that's done. As a matter of fact, he'll walk back into the room six more times if he has to. That's got me hyped for tonight. Right? All right. I'm still going to get some questions out of you. I'm excited to find out everything else that's going on. I'm going to seal them in lockbox, How man. do you feel about my rankings there? You can let us know on all, all the social right. media You've platforms. Done worse. I think four to one was good. I think that was a strong take there. I Listen, I love being number one. I'm all about it. I, you know what? Let's let's toast with hookers and weed. Let's Whoa. do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, you're my guy. You're my buddy. I'll share with you the new... Great beer. It's an amazing lager. Hookers and weed. The first time you and I tried it, we uh, we were hanging out over at Hooters, where I'll be later tonight. I'll see if maybe I can bring hookers and weed to everyone. This is the beer that you are going to be talking about. You're going to love. You're going to enjoy it. Not just because it is an amazing, great beer, which you can get at Oliver's Discount Beverage, Westmere Bev, Sean's Bev, uh, Deli and Brew over by Hudson Valley, Save More and Half Moon, uh, Latham Bev, just to name a few. Make sure you ask for hookers and weed at all your favorite beverage centers. Just to get it get it wherever you need to get it. But it's amazing beer, and it's, uh, it's because of these two amazing women, uh, JJ Hookers and Willow B. Weed. So, they're just, you know, they they were musicians down in Nashville. They just they started brewing beers with their friends and everything. Decided to get together and perform together. They got a song on the website, hookersandweed.com. Uh, it's a beer website. Trust me, you'll be you're gonna be good. And uh, you know, JJ and Willow B, they just they just wanted to make a great beer and wanted to give people, you know, something to enjoy, something to give them a distraction from all the, all the nonsense. They're writing music, they're traveling around in a big old pickup. It's beautiful. This is what I'm talking about. So, guys. Rankings were so good. You and I, we're going to share some hookers and weed. It's going to be great. Get it. Get yourself right. some today. It's very delicious. Let's uh, let's talk Knicks hoop coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. USX Pest Control. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, all right. So uh, Vic at the house today. I told you about that already. Was it when? Wasn't he just at your house? Yesterday, LeVac, right? Like 4.30 right during the show, the wife shot me the text. Hey, Vic is here. Victor is going to be taking care of us. And the sister-in-laws are visiting, too. Dinner is getting cooked up. Look, whatever time it is during the day, you think, like, this might be a huge distraction. I can't have all this work. Went right upstairs, checked on everything, went in the attic, had everything needed to go to continue with our platinum package to make sure our home is safe. And then I got the text from the wife. We had two mice in our attic. I would have never known. I will admit that. Like, there are certain things I feel like I'm good at, other things I might struggle with. Or you get busy. Maybe you're hosting a show. Maybe you're working a nine-to-five. Maybe you got a bunch of kids. You're doing things after school. How often are you checking on your basement for mice? How often are you going up into the attic that's in a random closet in some random room and checking on that? Not often. 
USXPest. <laughs> yeah, but if you're thinking about it at all, you, you just go to USXPest.com. What's wrong with you? That's it. Set yourself up for the Platinum Package. Understand your strengths and weaknesses and what can help you in keeping your home safe in the 2024. I'm glad I have USX Pest Control and the Platinum Package because of things like this. How long could those mice have been there? Mm. I don't know. You want a Christmas morning with mice yeah. opening your gifts? That could have been me. Yeah, not a mouse was stirring this year. Because of USX Pest Control. Thank you to Victor and the crew over at USX Pest Control. Make it a part of your holiday plans coming up and into 2024 to keep your home safe. Do it. Call them today. Do it. It's, it's LeVac and God on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh, man. Callie got so excited there. She was it, it, stuttering, it, I think. It, it, it. I thought it was the remix. No. I thought no, she was no. rapping. I thought she was going to start beatboxing. LeVac and Gaz. Um, Someone startled. Like, is she okay? And where, and where <laughs> is she set up in the studio? We have, we have a we have like a little cabinet in the corner, and we knock on it every, three times an hour. And she's, oh, it's my turn. It's the back end, guys. Um, <laughs> it's funny how how much the all right. The Knicks are not a not a completed project. I I've, we've admitted that, but they're good enough, and they're exciting and compelling enough. That I'm excited to watch Knicks games again. It's the weird, like, I feel, like, I there's a lot of, like, all right, the Yankees are anywhere near competitive. I'm in no matter what. And I, to be honest with you, even if they're not, I'm probably watching the Yankee game. Or at least it's on. You know, whether whether it's, you know, on, on the app or, or TV or whatever, it's it's on somewhere. Uh, Raiders are the same way. I, I, will, I will get angry at myself and force myself to watch a bad Raiders team. The Knicks... Because of the 82-game NBA season, the way most people ingest the NBA, if they're bad, bad, I'll just check the score in the morning. You know, and if they go on a run, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to give you – told myself I wouldn't get hurt again, but I'm going to give you a chance. But when they're entertaining, it is such a great thing for my week because there's my escape. A couple days a week, pop on the Knicks, and I can just chill. They're really exciting right now, and it's a, this matchup tonight is, is one that – I'm fired up about because this is when the Knicks can sit here and go, we belong with the top teams. Like we, like even if we don't beat Boston all the time, whatever, that's like we're 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 knocking on the top five door because the Nets, as much as they're not the Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, James Harden, which I mean, even when they were there, they weren't really those Nets. <laughs> but like even though they're not like this superstar powered team, they're they'll fight you and they're young. And they'll score, and and they they can put a really good performance out there when they need to, and you know damn well with the Knicks on their court in Brooklyn, they they want this game. It's one of the oddest things that's happened in New York basketball the last five years, and especially when we talk about the things that the voice of the Capital Region sports fan wants to talk about, a New York sports fan wants to talk about. Usually, over the last five to ten years, there's been a superstar drama stuff happening off the court. That when we talk about the New York Knicks or when we even talk about the Brooklyn Nets, it's less about X's and O's and execution on offense and winning games and more about the drama involving Coach Steve Nash and Durant and Kyrie and Phil Jackson. I have to admit Carmelo and coaching changes and everything else and James Dolan. Like those have been the talking points of the Knicks and the Nets over the last 10 to 15 years. And I don't want to say it's simple as, hey, when you're not talking about the Knicks and the Nets things are going well, because that's not always the case. Like you just said, LeVac, most of the time when you're not talking about the Knicks is March and April because they're already out of it. Right. Now, the reason we're not 
sort of. Now we're talking more about the Knicks and the Nets as they enter closer and closer to Christmas and into 2024, deeper into the season. It's because things are going right, and there's not that much drama. It's uh, odd, strange that New York (laughs) basketball isn't centered around drama. Like, I'll start with the Nets. The Nets still do have Ben Simmons on the roster, but we all have kind of just moved on from the Ben Simmons thing. Like, we're done. We're done. You don't want to play. We get it. You don't want to play basketball. You're not good. (laughs) We've moved on. Bridges is better. Cam Thomas has been a standout. Spencer Dinwiddie, we got players on the Nets. Like, if we want to talk about somebody else, Ben Simmons isn't the conversation anymore. Even the Julius Randle thing for the Knicks, like, we've moved past that. He looks great this year. He's great, but Jalen Brunson's the best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could have, I thought about this. This might be a stretch. I might be reaching here, so you can tell me if I am. But I thought about this last night. John Morant came back last night. John Morant (laughs) played for the Grizzlies last night. John Morant hit a buzzer beater to win the game for Memphis last night. Like, you know what? That's a good story. John Morant's back. And I almost stopped on the road drive, and I thought, oh, my God. This could have been LeVac and I talking about John Morant for the last 18 months. Because John Morant could have been a Nick. If all of a sudden one pick is different, John Morant would have been the point guard. Jalen Brunson wouldn't have been here. And we'd have done a year and a half on John Morant might be the next great point guard, but he's on Instagram with guns. That would have been a year. We don't have yeah. to deal with that. <clears throat> like, John Morant's a great player, but no well, drama. Even, even yesterday. Game winner, all this other stuff. That's not the conversation. No. The John Morant conversation is, I don't know why they booed me. Like, you you were the opposition, dude. Like, that's... That's the the old saying. They're only they're only booing because they came to cheer their team. Like you should be proud of the fact that that they looked at was like I don't bleep this guy. Like he we know how good he is. We don't want we don't want you. We want to get in your head because you're that good. But no, he's yeah he's he makes me man. You think about that that draft. Zion's fat, Jaws crazy, and RJ gets a little better every year. I yes. mean it's not you know. You, I, I don't know that I still wouldn't want one of them and just hope that, you know, Tom Thibodeau would be able to, you know, get Zion on a, on a treadmill or jaw to counseling. But, like, it, you know, the R.J. Barrett pick looks looks decent right now. It doesn't look bad. Drama-free. It, it, you know, the, the biggest drama with him was he didn't know whether he was left or right-handed for a little while. That would, that freaked me <laughs> out a little bit. But the Jalen Brunson move is phenomenal. And, then, and now here we go. This, this game, this is a team that – you know, the Knicks on the road, the Knicks are what a one and a half point favorite. This is a team that you need to separate yourself from if you're the Knicks, because the the Nets are young and they're and they're good, but they're not as good as you. They don't have a Jalen Brunson. They don't have a Julius Randle. They got some RJ Barrett's, but they don't have your best players. And meanwhile, I'm checking the post this morning, and uh, what's his name? Stefan Bondi writes an article. They're like saying that, you know, without Mitchell Robinson, the Knicks are like missing a center, which, you know, boo. But at the same time, <laughs> the way he wrote it, it really felt like he was calling the Knicks soft. He's like, you know, the problem with the Knicks is that Jalen Brunson ends up with a black eye and uh, Julius Randle's banged up and uh, Isaiah Hartenstein is all scratched up. And uh, if they had a real, you know, center, they had a, a, an enforcer kind of guy. And it's like, if I'm. Thibodeau, if I'm any leader on the, if I'm, you know, name it, name an assistant coach, I'm hanging that up and I'm going, hometown paper just called you soft. They just said the New York Knicks, historically one of the toughest franchises in the history of basketball, right up there with the bad boys and the Pistons and and all the meanest, the, the meanest and nastiest franchises out there. 
is soft. Just so you guys know, S-A-W-F-T, soft. That's what they said about you. And then, if unless I've missed my read on Jalen Brunson and, and the guys, <laughs> I wouldn't want to play against the Knicks the day after that article comes out. No. <laughs> I would not want to see. Because, again, like Isaiah Hartenstein, let's let's be let's be very clear. Almost every low post player, if you if you did a close inspection of them after a game, they are marked up. They are just marked up. Scratches and bruises and bumps and nastiness. Isaiah Hartenstein is a very white guy. So it's very obvious. The red is the red pops, if you will. If you you know to use the the way the, the Levagan Gaz logo looks on my black pickup truck in red, it pops. <laughs> the scratches pop. They're just they're right there. You can't miss them. So, uh, but I, and nobody's complaining about the injuries. They're like they asked Brunson about the, the you know the black eyes. Like I don't know, it was that it wasn't there, and then it felt puffy. Like, they, but it, it felt like he called them soft, and I would I would I would harp on that. I'd be like, yo, you guys know you're soft. What? And then go. We both like Mitchell Robinson. He's a great player. He is yeah. probably going to struggle to come back if it's three months because he's got to work his way back to 100. percent It could be longer than three months. It could be two and a half months. It's hard to figure out a seven footer with all the stuff he's dealing with, but. The fact that that article came out after the Laker game, yeah, where it's Hartenstein and Randall against the Lakers, where the Knicks not only win, but <laughs> let's combine their stats for Randall and Hartenstein. 36 points and 31 rebounds against Anthony Davis. That's a hell of a game. That's really good for both of those guys. Against one of the premier big men in the league right now. What else do you want? Like, right. we, let's not make Mitchell Robinson out to be Patrick Ewing with these articles. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, the Knicks don't have a force down low. He got hurt a week ago. Like, what do you want? The, hey, I don't get why New York can't find another seven-footer who's one of the best rebounders and shot blockers in the NBA, especially in the Eastern Conference. I don't know what the Knicks needed. He just got hurt, Stefan Brodet. He just got hurt, <laughs> and New York is still winning without him. It goes back to the drama thing I was talking about, Levac. Like, these writers, especially covering the Knicks— have been always for decades and decades, and it'll just focus on the 2000s, the last 20 years. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to fall. One of our favorite Knicks writers, Mark Berman, fantastic <laughs> writer, does a great job. He will be so optimistic. dude, though. Right? So optimistic yeah. about the Knicks. And at giddy. some point. Just giddy. And then. The weirdness, the oddness, the sad, like. You could watch his article start to turn in January, February. Like everything's it's awful. It's Let's true. look at the NBA draft. There's a shooter from Houston in the second round. They it's need like, like, that what? seasonal depression. His it doesn't revolve around the the nature seasons. It's the next season. <laughs> it revolves around. You know, I, I don't like it doing a New York Boston comparison, and this is going to make you Kinda borderline happy. puke. Yeah. But yeah. Red Sox fan went through this. Red like, Sox fan is still going through this. Well, well, Red Sox fan didn't know what to do, and they actually won. Oh, right. like when they actually started to play well, they were so used to being awful for so long. They're like, something's got to be wrong, right? Well, they, like, well, they just kept waiting the, for the shooter drop. Yeah, like, we kept waiting. They kept waiting for the team that's going out there now to go out there during their heyday. And, and Jet fan, maybe the Jet fan was a better comparison, but like yeah. Jet fan gets that. Like something's gonna go wrong. Nick fan, this is the best Knicks team that I've seen in twenty years. Like, again, I, I brought the mellow team that got to the Eastern Conference semifinals, but right now how the Knicks are pacing, they're going to be in the conversation as a top four to five team. They were in that conversation last year. Yeah, They were in a conversation years ago in that opening round series with the Hawks, with Trey Young and everything else. Like, last year was different because the eight seed beats the one seed. And New York is positioned as a favorite in the series against the Miami Heat to punch a ticket to the conference finals, and Miami took them out. 
right now, when you look at the East, it's kind of heading in the same direction. You've got Boston, you've got Milwaukee, you've got Philly. You can make the argument, here's where New York goes somewhere, and then Miami's way off the beaten path again. But, but you never know when they're going to come running in, though. Exactly right. But well, it feels a little different about this year's team compared to last year. It does. It's well, Jalen Brunson well, a big part of it. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. Like, I was thinking about this because we talked about – we real quick yesterday, we we talked about the the, um, the two podcasts that are out there, uh, Shannon Sharp and um, – Chad Ocho Cinco, your right. buddy, your dear, dear friend, my, good, my dear, good friend, <laughs> Chad Ocho Cinco, and then um, Stephen A. Smith. I like they're they're saying things that are just so out of character, talking about like wipe procedure and and you know women farting during relations. Like it's, and I thought I was like, the reason they're doing is because we're talking about it, right? Like, and, and there was that moment this morning where I'm in the car and I was, what was it? There was another one. What just happened? Um, while you think about that, I explained that joke. Levac and Chad Ochocinco used to dap it up in a Super Bowl, like as if Chad thought Levac had like been his teammate at some point, and they were chatting it up. So it was like incredible. Like he had played for the Bengals, and it was awesome to watch. If you if if you walk through, if you're a large human like myself, and you walk through Radio Row, and you talk to every guy like you know them, they don't know they don't. Really. <laughs> Remember, Brandon Marshall beat the hell out of me walking by me. I'm like, what's up, Marshall? And he like, ah, and he hit my shoulders like I was wearing pads. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Um, Steve Smith sat and talked with. You just got to act like you know everybody. Act like you. It's just like when you try to like sneak in somewhere. Just act like you belong. Um, but no, it, uh, it's. It, I think it was. It might have been Shannon Sharp again. Somebody was like, was mad at. Uh, God, the coach for the Broncos. My brain just went to pudding. Sean Payton. Know. Yeah, because he yelled at Russell Wilson on the sideline. You never did that. With with Drew Brees, and it's like I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did, and we know what you're implying. But but you say they're saying these things so that we pay attention and we and we say what they're saying. What I'm what I think the post is trying to say here, what I think uh, Stephon is trying to say is, you only you're an undersized team. You're starting five, even though Isaiah Hartenstein got more minutes than I think everybody not named Julius Randall. Um, you're starting five with small. You know, Jericho Sims was your center, and he's not he's not the biggest center, and he. He's a guy that played really well for spells last year, but then when whenever everybody was healthy, he he like you paused his development. I get it, but it's it looks like a smaller team until Hartenstein gets out there. And but if you just say that, nobody cares. Like, oh, really? We don't have we don't have Mitchell Robinson. Boo! But if you go, hey, look soft because they don't have Mitchell Robinson, we're like, how oh, dare you? I'll fight you with this pen. I want a great game tonight. I want like I back know. and I want forth. a blowout. I want a blue and orange blowout. Blah blah blah. If the Knicks blow out the Nets tonight, we're leading the show with that tomorrow. Like that is a three o'clock opener. Whoa. This New York team, it feels like it's different. And I know that's a very abstract answer by me, but if you go out and blow out Brooklyn and we start re just reshifting the conversation of how high the Knicks team can actually go in the Eastern Conference yep. standing, I think that starts with a blowout win. What I would hope for is a back-and-forth game between these two New York teams that can make them maybe both playoff contenders. And uh, maybe it comes down to the wire. Maybe it comes down to the end. You know what? I feel like I'm teasing a play of the day, potentially. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for later <laughs> in the show. Maybe coming uh, up next, I'm going to keep that for myself. Did you, I'm sorry. I just saw this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I agree. Like, I think this is a – if if you want to prove that you, be, you belong at the big boy table for Christmas, you beat up the Nets. If you want to keep the questions on just how how good you've gotten and, and what you need to get further, you let the Nets stay around this whole game. Um, whoever had my my work phone before me must have been. I think I'm going to say it. She's a terrible person. <laughs> She's a terrible. Like I had to. I had. 
uh, not the phone itself, the number, right? The phone's brand new. The company bought me a brand new phone. I told you the saga of this so far, right? Yes. So for a while, I had Cash App hitting me up like, hey, you don't have enough money in your account. I'm like, that's amazing because I don't have Cash App. And then I saw like the person's name and I'm like, it's looking for 20 bucks, girl. Like put either put 20 bucks in your Cash App account or, or reassess your life and, and, and <laughs> pay your bills without Cash App. I don't like I don't know. I know people love Cash App. I, I don't I don't know much about it. I just I know that this particular person kept bouncing a like twenty three dollar Cash App bill and then she got paid by someone else and that money went right back out. And then all of a sudden I started getting the hey, you don't have money again. I'm like, how do I unsubscribe? OK, so I ended it. That's gone. So I start getting like FaceTimes and everything from like random people. And then I get a text like, hey, it's, you know, it's it's this guy. Hey, it's this guy. Hey, it's this guy. Answer, answer, answer. I'm like, yo, wrong number. No, it's not. So this dude just texts me again. And he's been trying to get a hold of her. He's very, he's convinced she's playing with his feelings. And that it's, that, and that, <laughs> and that I'm still her pretending to be someone else. Can I call you? I'm like, dude, I don't know you. Stop calling. Well, then block me. I'm like, you're a weird dude. I think she has a good reason not to talk. It's like a soap opera. I don't know, man. I hope I got to I gotta call the parent company and be like, hey, I don't know where we got these numbers, but we need to like, because it's not like you, it, they went and they like signed on new phones for all of us when all the new people came in from Tech East. And so that just number, I got I, luck of the draw. I got, I got a like a handheld soap opera I get to watch. You do not. She's a terrible person though. Uh, you do not cancel that. You do not do it because right? this is content all day for us. I would like some goes, soap opera music. I go, I go, who do you think you're calling or texting? And he's like, some girl. I'm like, who is this? He's like, ben from school. I'm like, bro, you got the wrong number. I haven't been to school. Like, it's been a minute and I'm a dude. And he's like, I'm like, who do you? He's like, well, can I call you? I'm like, no, dude, that's weird. Like, it's not, you have the wrong number. Who do you think you're calling? So-and-so. I'm like, dude, it's not her. Like, and he goes, I think I'm. I think I'm trying to get a hold of a, a girl who gave me her number, but she likes playing with my feelings. You need to stop. I'm like, bro, you got. I, it's 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 nonstop. I can't wait till 2024, the fall. You get a message. <laughs> hey, this is Neve Shulman from Catfish. <laughs> I, it's not her. I'm just the victim here. The only thing that scares me is if she's still giving this number out to dudes that are trying to get her attention. How long till I get that picture that I don't want? Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Just like, hey, girl. What the heck? It's Chris Jones. Oh, <laughs> that's what my biggest fear. That's why I'm like, dude, wrong number. Stop, please. Whatever you do, please stop. Um, <laughs> play of the day is coming up. But I wanna... <laughs> Before we get to that, uh, I don't know if Chris Jones is a fan of C4 Energy. I know you and I are fans of C4. I, I, I think if he has C4, he might have finished that 40-yard touch. <laughs> We have to talk coming up about the Christmas party because our friend Jake was sitting across from me and he said to me, he's like, I got to have a coffee, man. I got to get some energy. I'm like, why are you not drinking a C4? Right. proud sponsors right. of back and guys. He's like, I don't know if I can have a C4. Like, yes, you can, Jake. It's delicious. It tastes great. I had the orange slice. Seven o'clock in the I morning. I like the collegiate athlete is scared of explosive energy you can feel. C4. You know why he's scared of it? Because he knows he's going to hit the gym again. Like, yes. it's, 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 it gets you pumped. Get you moving. I almost... I want to get one. I want to have one just hang over my my bed. When I wake up, I just reach up, grab it, and on. Let's go. There is something about people thinking, mm. like, I don't want an energy drink because I don't know what's good. Look, you're not going to be going absolutely bouncing off the walls. It just gives you the boost you need during the day, and it tastes great. It's the I, same caffeine as the cup of coffee. I had the, the 200 milligrams. I had the Skittles this morning. I oh. handed it to my wife, and I said, taste this. This first hit of the Skittles. And I watched That's her. love. 
I you share your, your C4. I watched her eyes light up. She's like, oh, that's really good. That's it. Tastes great. Gives you the boost that you need. Everybody's going to become goes, a fan of it. Thomas, that's very good. Get yourself a C4 today. Levac, did you have a C4 this morning? I No, I have, I actually had one this afternoon on my way here. It's been a day, man. It's been a day. I told you. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to let this guy down gently. I, got, I need the energy. I, you know, I got three jobs. I got Flock U tonight. I got the show. I got everything going on. I need the C4. It keeps me rolling. I stopped by Stewart's and I, and I grabbed one today. I actually, um, the uh, I went uh, I went to the Starburst. That's what I grabbed mm. today. The Starburst. There's no bad choice. You're you're doing good. C4. Grab some today. Play of the day coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Elevation 10,000. Elevation10k.com. I have been in contact with three. Departments of Elevation 10,000 so far today. Whoa. So they're working on a commercial for a, a major local client, and they've asked me to help with it. Oh, oh man. Look at these teases yeah. you're dropping oh, when yeah. the show's over. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even going to get too deep into it, but it's one of those things where it's like you can kind of see the network that Elevation 10,000 has built. So it's like, hey, we got to do this. We were wondering if you knew people who could do this and whatever. And I'm like, of course I do. I'd love to help. Boom. And that so like. So, so Blake, who, who does the videos, he and I have been talking all day. I love that guy. He's awesome. Um, Christian, Josh, and Dave. Well, Dave is on vacation. Dave's oh. still taking my calls, which, had I know he was on vacation, called more. Um, but, but like, and then, you know, Christian and Josh and I are dealing with the merch store for the, for the Firebirds. So they've, they've done everything. We, said, we told everybody if they got orders in by last week or whatever, they would be there. Or, or early, I'm sorry, if they got orders in yesterday, uh, they'd be there for Christmas. They're still doing. They're making sure everything goes out. So they're doing everything to take care of that. They're just. It's just. It's amazing how much I can get done between my job with the Albany Firebirds as team president, my job as the you know community outreach and media guy for Tech East Belfour, my job here with you, Fox Sports Radio. Each one of those jobs is easier to do, and I feel like I do an elevated level because I work with Elevation Ten Thousand. Not much more can be said. Elevate your brand today, Levac. Perfectly said. Thank Elevation 10. Thank you. They taught me how to say that. It's Levac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I just went to uh, I went to hit the cough button, hit the wrong button. Second time I almost died today. <clears throat> um, <laughs> all right, time for play of the day. Brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. And of course, Mohawk Chevrolet together. Let's drive. Seeing some of the awesome vehicles they have a lot. I'm, I just I'm one of those. Like, I realize. That part of you as a kid who wants every toy in the sandbox, you know, you have that moment when you're a kid at whatever level, that comes back out of me whenever I'm on the lot at Mohawk Chevrolet. I'm like, oh, I want one of those, I want one of those, I want one of those, I want one of those. And it's just, oh, man, it's crazy. So uh, I cleaned up last night, play of the day, just cleaned up. Nice. Absolutely cleaned up. Um, you know, I had the the Roadrunners who got off to a slow start. Beep, beep. They got it done. Um, I had the over, which was my big play in that game with Marshall and the Roadrunners. It was. It, I saw the post and I thought it earlier. When you've got McCown versus Manning, and they're like the kids. Pennington. Oh, Pennington. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Manning is. I, I always. You know, all these white guys look alike to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like they're the kids of the guys I watched play when I was like your age, and I'm like, hey, these football guys are good. But it's uh, so it was good. I think if I do anything tonight, just a little little dabble on the Knicks. That's about. Just a little fun money because I'll probably be watching the Knicks after Flock U. I, uh, last night, if you know the play I had, I had 132 for Memphis or Virginia. That was a 131 final. So depending on what book you were looking at, <laughs> if you sweated that one out in a 23-point game, 
Uh, by the way, speaking about that, I know they, they're on the four-letter network, but bad beats in college hoops. I don't know what's happened in December. Oh, it's awful. But college hoops is producing some horror. I can't do it again. It's, yeah. I'm done. I'm swearing off college basketball wagers till 2024. You are a liar. I can't do that with this. How close? I like lost a half-point game earlier this year with Purdue. Uh, no college football tonight. The bowl games, I believe, are off until tomorrow. And the Boca Raton Bowl bumps yeah. us tomorrow, sort of. Well, WGY will have the Boca Raton Bowl. We're only on for an hour tomorrow. We'll get to that a little bit later before we sign off here. Uh, here's the game I like in the NBA. We touched on this in the top four. four. Knicks, Nets, Nuggets, Raptors. I like an over tonight in the Knicks-Nets because if that's going to stay at two for the Knicks being favored potential overtime, I like playing that overtime potential with a 7.30 tip. And the Nuggets, the defending NBA champions, are only a four-point favorite against the Raptors who are below 500 in Canada and 11-15 and overall in the season. I like the Raptors' money line tonight. So give me mm. Knicks-Nets over okay, and give me Raptors' money line in a semi-upset over the Nuggets tonight. Well, luckily, I bet the over before you say anything, because clearly when we bet together on your play of the day, it doesn't work out. So <laughs> that uh, I would like to point out to the gambling gods that that is not working together. We were separate, just ended up in the same place. Uh, all right. I do have to ask you a question, because I got here today, and it was, it was just completely empty. And my first thought was, it's so funny, because the way my day played out, I knew exactly why the parking lot was empty. But my first thought was like, wow, I guess everybody's, I guess everybody's going for Christmas early. Like, good for them. Rock and roll. Have some fun out there, guys. But like, I tried so hard to get to the, 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 the our, our good bosses, uh, Howard, especially through a holiday luncheon at one of my favorite places at Love O'Tools. And I tried so hard to get there, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't get there. So, um, am I in trouble? Cause you were there. Tommy Corporate doing the job. You are not there. I was uh, not there. You are not in trouble, but multiple people did ask about you. You well, want to know? I mean, I knew I'm, I'm the life of the party. I mean, everybody would want me. Everybody, I mean, I should just stop there. Everybody wants me. Um, but like, so nobody was mad that I didn't go because I, I do feel bad. Like when a company takes the time to acknowledge you on the holiday, I like to at least stop in and say, hey, thank you, you know, and then make sure there's no gift cards or anything, you know. Is there money, a little something for the effort, I, and then I leave. Yeah, and I don't know what it wants to hear the words COVID anymore because we're so far removed from it, but a lot of companies stopped doing it post-COVID yeah. because of everything else and working a remotely. A lot of companies just stopped doing it. Let's just be honest. Whatever the excuse was, they were like, yeah, we're out. Got this out <laughs> of the budget. So, yeah. yeah, it was my first one in four years, basically, because of COVID and everything else. But multiple people asked about you, so that was good, LeVac. Oh, you were who, missed. All right, so who who asked about me? Who's <laughs> And how did they, and, and, like, I want you to – Guys, I, I not only want you to say who asked about me, but I want you to I want you to reenact their their uh, their question about me, how it worked. I want you to be that person. All they asked was, "Where's your buddy Levac? Where's Levac?" Rachel asked about you. Our friend over Kiss oh, GY Kiss Howard, and GY Howard okay. asked about you. Howard, do who? these people now rank higher for you because they've asked about your? Pre and I believe Alan Green was or Big Al was the other one as well. Alan Green is so Alan Green is is probably the main reason I'm here. If like as much as you know, you and I have a great friendship and brotherhood and everything before you even got here alan green tried to get me here and then once you got here he's like well, i got i got guys now you have to come now like you <laughs> like i didn't think i could get both of you now i think i can get both of you he's like the fran um, brown of recruiters yeah he put he the was, first you know eighth grade tape he saw something like that we were at the uh the bro show a year ago over at rivers and like i think howard just got to the market whenever this happened and he brought me running howard we need this guy and you, you know you're i know you're bringing in guys and, and it was like 
And I'm bombed. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. No wonder it took so long to get me in the building. Uh, <laughs> One year from today, we're going to have a holiday luncheon, and I'm not going to show up, and you're going to remember why. Um, yeah. How, so I, I like Howard. I just, I, you know, listen, a little something for the effort. Maybe I'll, I'll be here all day. You won't have to, won't have to fight with my time, you know? We had a great um, holiday party. So wait, all right. Yeah. So who looked, who looked more disappointed I wasn't there? The lovely Rachel or the lovely Howard? Who, who looked – or I know Big Al misses me whenever I'm not around, but – this is like the scene in The Grinch, right? When yeah. The Grinch is asking yeah. about Margaret. Terrible. I wouldn't want to go ever. Did they miss me? <laughs> was she heartbroken? Was she? Was she yeah. devastated? Yeah. Who was it? Was it, was it Howard? Know. Who looked more disappointed? Come I on. I know. Here's what I do now. I can't you... level that or grade that. Who is disappointed yes, you more? You're just afraid to. So is Howard. You're more, who are you more afraid of, Rachel or Howard? I would say that <laughs> Quinn and Cantera not being there was startling because – Howard, I knew they weren't going to be there because well, they told me they couldn't make it. Howard had some material like set up for them, and I felt bad. Oh. I'm like, oh man, these are good jokes. Like he's got a good, ah oh, man. Like this is prime nap there. time for them. You know, it's the prime. <laughs> Listen, anybody who's ever worked morning radio, you, it's this is like a lunch. You better do it. You better do that lunch at 11 a.m. or 2 p.m. Because right, like you know, noon, one o'clock. That's nappy nap sleep time. That's before the kids get home. That's it's everything. Not trying to change the subject, but are you on with them tomorrow? Are I they think in so. tomorrow? Okay. I well, they haven't told me not to be. So they, they gave us a nice shout out on the air today, talking about a guest we're going to have on tomorrow's show. They interviewed him today. We'll get to that before we sign off. Okay. Um, I don't but, want but their sloppy. It. But that's all, Levac. Next year, make it. Hopefully, you can. I know you're very busy. We're going to talk about why you're very busy. Well, you have a legitimate yeah, I mean, excuse why you couldn't make. Again, though, who? Come on, stop being a wuss. Who looked more disappointed, Howard or Rachel? Come on. <laughs> Uh, I think Rachel looked more disappointed. That works. That's I right. think Howard was locked in on being the boss and making sure everything flowed correctly and giving the speech and recapping the year, while Rachel's officially off for the rest of the year, so she got to chill and be like, oh, man, who can we hang in? Like, I could spend some time here. Well, and, and we do, we we verbally beat the hell out of each other. So, like, I, I put up there, like, dude, I'm having trouble getting the uh, Christmas spirit. I put it on Facebook. And she's like, look, I tried to, tried to share Christmas spirit with you in the office. She said, not in the office. I'm like, I clearly misunderstood what you meant. And then, of course, uh, the other mean girl, Tracy, from the river, she's like, because you're not nice. So I was like, listen, shut it, elf feet. Um, she got tiny little feet. She so, didn't ask about you. Tracy did? No, she did. Oh. Well, that's well, that, there you go. So she's out. She's out of the will. But no, it's just, I, I do, it's nice to know that the, I've only been here since May. And I know May sounds like a long, long time ago. Like, literally, when you were talking about the Nuggets earlier, winning the championship, I'm like, what year was that? Because this year has been weird as far as time goes. But, like, it's nice to know that I've made an impression on some of these people and they missed me. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, thank God he's not here. But Do this exercise at your company Christmas party if you haven't done it yet. If you've got to come up tomorrow or Friday, what we just did, find out how people really feel. You know what? Don't yeah. show up for the first hour and yeah. then start texting your friend at work like, who's asking about me? Right. It's like, come. It, it's, like, it's, like uh, it's like faking your death. It's like, all right, who's at my funeral? What are they wearing? That's what it was. That's what it felt like. And apparently I only have two friends or three friends in this building. So... The rest of you guys, dead to me. Out. Dead to you. Out of the will. What? Out of the will. Gosh. Listen, you had all you had to do was go up to Gaza and go, hey, where's Jeff? Where's Levesque? Like, hey, you know. Bonus points if you actually knew what my first name was. Hey, where's Jeff? <laughs> you know? That would have been nice. That would have been nice. That's all, I don't ask a lot. You have been very busy. We said in the top <sighs> four, four so you busy. have a loaded day today. If you missed it earlier in the show, Apple and Spotify, but we'll say it again. It is a historic sounds too strong, but I don't think it is too strong. A historic day here in Capital Region Sports before we close out 2023 because we have the official schedule release for the return of the Albany Firebirds. If you've been looking forward to finding out when the Firebirds are going to take the turf again, it is now here. 
Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. How well, do I how do I set this so, up? What do we do here? It, like here's here's the beauty of of being a quote team president when you work for Mike Corda. Um he's like, "Listen, I'm not giving you the schedule because I know you'll give it out on Fox Sports today with Goss." Which I was hoping here in the last yeah. 10 minutes to do and I yeah. thought I probably poorly set that um, up, but okay, I'll own it. Um but we are going to do it tonight on Flock U live at Hooters. So you you come by, it's all you can eat. So you get the wings, you pay for your all you can eat wings. And then uh, Dan over there, Boston Dan's throwing in fries, soft drinks for everybody, you know. So you, you can have a good dinner tonight and learn our exact schedule. I'll, I mean, I will, I'll verify, I'll just verify that we are opening the season on April 27th, hosting the Orlando Predators. That's locked in. That is locked. That, wow, that okay. is that that is done. And I can I can guarantee you that rivalry is real because the guys up here are t- sick and tired of what went on down there. Even even though it was worse up here, they weren't treated right down there, at least in their opinion. I, I You know what? They weren't. And then the owner there, I, he and I get along great. However, he's a big, loud guy. I'm a big, loud guy. I think I'm going to make fun of him all the way up to, <laughs> to, to when it starts. And he, I don't know if he can take it. I don't know if he can take it. I think I might hurt his feelings. So it's going to be – that is going to be one of the bitterest – Arena football games you've probably ever seen in your life to start a season. It's a rivalry. It's, it's going to be a fight where it's going to be it's going to be real. Refs, refs, pack a lunch. April twenty seventh, a bitter rivalry. And if you're an old school Capital Region sports fan, you're going to hear this for the next few months. The return of the Albany Firebirds, Levac. You've touched on it since you've been able to bring you, you back can see the that? Firebirds. I know you can see in here. Sorry, bring back the Firebirds. There's a different feel around the franchise. The it excitement is. of I remember when the nostalgia. The Firebirds return April 27th. That's locked in. But when it comes to other home games and opponents and the schedule and the Arena Football League in 2024, our proud sponsor who brings you fantasy versus reality, who's bringing you football coverage all year long. Our friends at Hooters are going to have that. So we're so excited we can support them and especially you guys and the Firebirds giving it to the Capital Region sports fans. We'll retweet as much. and I'm sure we'll break down the schedule tomorrow. But that is huge news that we at least get a little bit, of, a little taste of that of what Capital Region sports fans can expect tonight and head into 2024. I'm, I'm, I'm um, I've seen versions of the schedule. I'm, again, I'm not allowed to see the real one until I get off, until we get we get done. Which I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I understand. I'll be good. He's like, no, I don't trust you. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun year. It's gonna be a lot of fun. New league, and like, I will, I, I just, this is where I become very impressed with the people I work for. Because the ownership group is, especially Mike, Mike Quarter, he is, he's on the phone every day with Lee Hutton, the commissioner, Travel Gaines, the CEO. Like he's every day, he's talking to these guys, trying to get the absolute best product for Albany. It's like I would love to tell you he wants the best for the AFL. Sure, as long as it's good for Albany. <laughs> he is going to war for the five one eight each and every day. It's fun. I have to I have to ask a question. I cannot we cannot sign off today's show without me getting one more squeeze question here about the schedule. I have okay. to do this. Okay. okay. Maybe you'll answer this tonight. Maybe you'll answer it now. I'm throwing, shooting my shot as the kids say single on dating sites. <laughs> there had been rumors that weekdays could be involved in the schedule. Um, Can you comment on that rumor? Versions of the schedule did, in fact, have weekdays. Yeah. I believe that, that what I just talked about may have fixed that if you didn't want to go to a weekday game. Okay. I believe that a certain individual who's large bald and looks like a six foot two bulldog may have may have if you if you weren't interested in the weekday games, I, I think he might have fixed that for you. Again, I haven't they haven't shown it to me, okay. but I believe 
I believe he went in there and went, no, nah, we're going to be doing these on the weekends, guys. I will be, <laughs> I, I'm still going to follow up, even though I think I have my answer. I think you answered it enough, but I'll still do it. And again, remember, this is partial speculation on my part. Will any of the potential weekday or non-weekday games have any influence on what the media partner could be? So, for instance, like we see in the NFL, Amazon wanted Thursday night. NBC wanted a Peacock exclusive. Or is that not known yet? If there were weekday games or or any games that weren't on a Saturday, they would. Uh, it, in my understanding, they would. That would be a reflection of what the media partner wanted. Okay. I think that's what I got. Okay. I answered it. I, know. I didn't tell you whether or not there was going to be one, but if there is, it's because that's what that media partner wanted. I thought I was going to get a different answer, but that's the answer, and I'll deal with that. Okay. Uh, what did you think what? you were going to get? I told you yes. Basically, I wanted. To, I'll know more tonight. I got what I needed. Yeah, you'll know. If you have more questions, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, the Firebirds, at WOFX980 on Twitter. We'll break down more of that stuff tomorrow. But I think I got what I needed, and I'll have a lot more questions tomorrow, like Capital Region sports fans will. Listen, I'm once once I'm uh, you know once once I'm back in the fold, I'll break the rules. I'll tell you guys everything. That's what I do. Listen, I I I really got to be careful though, because it's not just you got to realize it's not just Mike Corda who is my pays my bills boss. Howard, you can fix that. Um, it's also <laughs> Andy Goucher is one of the owners of the team. Mohawk Chevrolet, okay? I cannot mess up that. This is the gentleman who makes sure that I get to ride in the luxury and, and, and style that I've become accustomed to. I, I, I drive a Black Widow Silverado, my friends, which is decked out in spider webs. Kids think it's a monster truck. It is awesome, okay? <laughs> I do not, I can't lose that because Andy's mad I gave out too much information on the show. I'll do what I can do. And, and, and then, of course, you know, it is Andy. So I can give you this information. They've got an amazing selection of brand new vehicles on a lot and pre-owned vehicles on a lot. They have so many vehicles on a lot. It is, it is I, I believe it's actually angering other dealerships, the amount of vehicles that Mohawk Chevrolet is able to get their hands on and get into your grubby mitts. Red tag events going on, selective Silverados, Equinoxes, perfect for whatever weather's on the way, perfect to tailgate, perfect to drive and park and go enjoy an amazing Firebirds game, Mohawk Chevrolet, maintenance. Buy, they'll buy your vehicle. They will just buy your vehicle. You're like, you know what? I don't want this one anymore. I'm going to sell it to you guys. They'll buy it off you. Mohawk Chevrolet, together let's drive, where they always go out of their way to please you. I love it. And Andy, please please just make sure ScarJo is always taken care of. I love her. Good luck to you, Mike Corda, coach, the players, and every part of the Albany Firebirds tonight. We're looking forward to that as Capital Region Sports fans. And, and Wings. And the voice of the Capital Region Sports fan. And Hooters, a proud sponsor. It's going to be a big night tonight. The Looking forward to Capital talking Region about it tomorrow. Uh, quick programming note. I teased that we're going to give a programming note tomorrow. Again, the Boca Raton Bowl is on WGY. Ooh. Coverage starts at 730. We only have an hour show tomorrow. But even though we only have an hour show, we've got a professional bull riding champion joining us. And we have Coach Glenn Clark from the Albany Fire Wolves joining us. Three to four tomorrow, we're bumped by the pregame for Syracuse-Niagara. So, again, only an hour show tomorrow. Note that, but we've got some awesome guests coming up for you on a Thursday. going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to talking to our coach. And I believe it's Dalen Swearingen. Oh! I believe that's the bull From rider. the farm, our guys picks 106. Yeah, they yeah. teased it a little bit. Oh, yeah. did they? Okay, cool. Well, uh, he's he's if I understand correctly, New Yorker. He's a bad bad man. Uh, we will uh, we'll talk to him. We'll do all that stuff. I gotta go. I gotta go eat wings. Okay. Right. I mean, um, do, uh, do a schedule reveal. That's what it is. Uh, everybody have a great day. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty. Guys, hit the button.